Hey everybody, this is Mandy, and I'm trying to be your favorite auntie with no nieces or nephews. Hi everyone, this is Ollie, and I really need to know who the F told October it was time to roll up out of bed. And this is the Mandy and Ollie Podcast. You search for guys with the most things. Daddy ran away and left your mama with the keys to the Mustang. Yeah, keys to the Mustang. How are you doing today, Mandy? I'm good. Um, how are you doing? October caught you off guard? It didn't catch me off guard. I just don't know who gave it permission to arrive <laughs> now. So I, I guess she's she's a long time uh type of chick. Yes, she is. <laughs> uh what's going on with your first of all, let's backtrack to your intro. How how is that coming along? You being an auntie, an auntie, a tia, without um nieces and nephews. What you mean? <laughs> That's what you said you was trying to do, right? Yeah, I'm trying. Like I have the auntie spirit, but no nieces and nephews, and that probably won't change. So I want to be viewed as like the favorite auntie, like with you know, given the auntie vibes. I'm working on my auntie applications out here. Like naturally, I felt like um, whether I wanted to or not, I've always made a very good third wheel, but I want to retire that and focus on auntie life. Mm-hmm. But apparently that's not like more natural for me. So that takes a little bit more effort. Okay. Transitioning, growing. All right. Mm-hmm. So. What's going on with your goal updates for this week? So, again, I decided to look at old goals and more so check the progress mm-hmm. of how those are going. So first, I wanted to follow up with last week because I said I was going to check with some other people on if I've been annoying. Mm-hmm. And... Either I haven't been annoying or similar to you, it's not something that people uh, use too much or think too much on because I pretty much got a consensus of, no, you haven't been annoying, including from my father, who was the main person I expected to say yes, but he also said no. And he pretty much just said, I am the daughter he raised me to be, which is vocal about my opinion, but not annoying. Hmm. So <laughs> there's that update. I also went back and kind of thought about the unwritten goals that I made and that we made for the pro- uh, for the podcast. Mm-hmm. And I feel like, you know, just trying to give you know, ourselves a pat on the back. I feel like we've made a lot of improvements and like tremendous strides in terms of the podcast. So for one, our audio quality is like banging now. Like that was always something (laughs) that we had issues with and tried to figure out all different kinds of stuff with in terms of like the equipment we were using and the platforms we were using cord and um even now where we have like 
you know, the Robinson sound editing, but it's like, we, we, we made a lot of efforts in general. And now I feel like it's really coming to fruition. Like you can, you can tell the difference. So there's that. Um, I feel like we also wanted to expand um, in different things that we did. So in season two, we had we in, we had our first experience with you know guests on the podcast, and mm-hmm. um, that has carried over into season three. So that's really cool. Um, and we've started to you know work with certain ads or things like that so I'm like we're doing good like we were just kind of chugging along originally the little podcast that could and I feel like we're a very structured consistent podcast um of course there's always more room opportunity to grow but I do feel like we've accomplished a lot of the things that we spoke about wanting to do mm-hmm. um so yeah I had written down like getting it done by any means necessary as like the goal in my notes. And I'm like, I feel like, I feel like we're doing that. I agree. I'm biased, but I agree. (laughs) I feel like you can be objective. So even though you are biased, you know, you would still speak the truth. I would. (laughs) (laughs) That's accurate. How are your goals coming along? Um, well, I'll start off on what you were saying about the podcast. And I agree that we have come a very long way. Like you said, we're structured or on a consistent schedule. Um, and we're actually doing it. The bottom line of us actually doing it when we've had, I feel like, so much content over the years. The fact that we're actually doing it, I'm very happy to be doing this with you still. Um my main thing is that I want sponsorships. I want more support. I want more <laughs> listeners. I want more merch. I want more people talking about us to other people and not just with us. So listeners, mm-hmm. hello. <laughs> <laughs> like <laughs> I just feel like we can let's like let's be real. We can do more if we have more money. And if that's in regards to having specialists on as guests, that's in regards to having better equipment, that's in regards to having meetups. Like I have all these grandiose ideas in my head that I feel like aren't unattainable but if you guys can just do the basics of the free you know footwork which is telling people about the podcast bringing up discussions referencing us it would be very very helpful so yeah I I have a comment or add-on for that for all of our beautiful beautiful listeners I love that you guys feel like, you know, you have direct access to us and we are always asking you to communicate with us effectively. Mm -hmm. But a common thing that we hear is that it feels like you're having a conversation with us um, in regards to the podcast. So then you reach out because you want to continue the conversation, which is good. But you can also share it with other people so then you can have that conversation with them Mm -hmm. since we've already had the conversation. You see how that goes? Spread the word. More conversations can be had. So for anybody listening, that's a good way to be able to extend the conversation Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. if you tell somebody else so that they can also talk to you Mm -hmm. about whatever it is we said. Mm -hmm. Yep. It's important to have conversations and converse with other people to have the conversation. I agree. <laughs> <laughs> I full heartedly agree. 
So, yes, again, I love talking to you all. I love hearing from you all. Um, and I'm sure Mandy does too. And it would be helpful if other people, you know, join the conversation. So there's that. Also, the link is still open if people were interested in free merch. I know we said we weren't going to promote it anymore, but just felt like saying that. Uh, in regards to schoolwork this past week, I turned in all my assignments late and I didn't realize that they were due. I just, so I received notification emails and I thought it was just other people responding to discussion questions. And so I was like, whatever, I'm not going to open up all those emails. And then when I went to go just randomly check on my grades, it was like missing, missing late, late, late. I was like, what? (laughs) (laughs) What do you mean? So I like sent in everything and it was all late, but the professor still gave me full points for everything so I was like praise him so that's my update on school so (laughs) my next goal uh, update would be for workouts which have been non-existent and I was in a pretty good groove and then something disrupted that so I had to um, refocus and I kept trying to get back on the path of workouts and it wasn't working so I just redirected my energy so it's been helpful for me to see these body positivity posts that talk about it's okay to have fat, to be soft, to be flabby, to exist in your own body and enjoy your own body as it is now. And it's been helpful and encouraging to read those semicolon, however, comma, I know I'm not at my best and it bothers me to the point where I'm like, I, I, I accept my current vessel, but I know I can be better So I'm just trying to kind of start off small so I don't kind of jar my brain or get overwhelmed with, you know, my hand in lots of different pots. So right now I've been working on these different playlists, these exercise playlists and these kind of chill vibe playlists. And I've been working on them. I want to say it's been at least like a month now. So one of my friends released an album and when he released an album, we got to talk about old music and stuff. And we were like talking about playlists and whatnot. So I'm hoping that that gives me the motivation to use it and to, um, get back on a consistent workout schedule that's good there was something you said oh I had a question about the school assignment situation Mm -hmm. so um I guess what would be your plan or course of action or goal for next week um in regards to school So I've already started doing the assignments like beforehand, before they're due. And also I'm not ignoring emails anymore. Like when they pop (laughs) up, I'm like, I don't care what it is. Let me open it. I don't care if it's a title reply. Because one of the other things, and I don't know if the teacher did this like to kind of trip us up or what, but it's like we submitted an assignment. So I thought it was done. So when it said missing, I was like, what is it talking about? But apparently after you submitted the assignment, it triggered a response for you to peer review two other people's submissions. And I was like, okay, that was tricky. (laughs) So just um, checking it more often and not allowing myself to be like, okay, it's two days before class. Now let me cram everything. So just actually looking at it on a day-to-day basis is how I'm fixing that. Yeah, because I I feel like I talked about how I would write down my like daily tasks Mm -hmm. and I haven't really been doing it this semester. Um, I haven't missed anything, but it was just like, to be honest, like I was moving a little slower than I was first semester where where I was like, I'm reading all these chapters and I'm getting through all this stuff. So it didn't 
because I was moving so slow, it didn't make sense for me to write out a daily task because I'm like, I, it's Wednesday or it's Thursday and I still ain't done Monday's task. So <laughs> I just stopped <laughs> um, <laughs> writing it. And I was just like, you know, as long as things get done by the time they need to get done. But yesterday I did go back and um, write out my task. Mm-hmm. And again, I didn't complete it, but it did help me focus a little bit where it was like, I'm, I don't know if you're going to talk about this later. If so I'm not, I, I can't speak to it anyway, so I can't get too much into it, but I didn't watch the presidential debate because mm-hmm. um, I was actually like focused in on working on some papers that I had to do mm-hmm. as opposed to half doing this and half doing that, which is kind of what I've been doing. Um, for this semester it was like no like I didn't have no tv on I didn't have no music I didn't have I kind of was listening to podcasts but I wasn't distracted by other things I was just zoned in and doing my homework um so I do want to get back to writing down my daily tasks and crossing them off and so that I can get as much done as possible and then move on to the next thing um yeah and then the other thing you talked about, the working out and excuse me, and the body positivity. I feel like a little bit similar to that. I've um a YouTuber that I watched, she recently launched a fitness brand and workout session thing that she had mm-hmm. and a part of me was just like and it's like a six-week program and a part of me like really wanted to subscribe to it because I was like oh I really like her I like her family I want to support her business mm-hmm. and then another part of me was also just like you have not been as active as you want to be or as you used to be and at the very least of just like walking around like I did I walked I was walking from my car into a building the other day. Mm-hmm. And when I got into the building, I was legit breathing hard. And I was like, I'm not going to be one of these people that blame it on the mask. <laughs> <laughs> because I know it's not the mask. Right, like, I know same. it's me. Same. <laughs> same. But I was like, now I'm trying to do deep breaths. Like when I'm trying to go to sleep and I find myself having a hard time like sometimes I have a hard time breathing but it's not because I'm out of shape it's just because like I try to mellow my breathing and that's what I felt like I was doing inside the establishment except it was I knew I was like breathing hard because I was tired and I was like all you did was walk from the car into a building that's ridiculous (laughs) so it's like even though I have body positivity and I I'm just like I've never, I don't want to get to a point of being unhealthy. Like I'm not necessarily ashamed of my body, Mm -hmm. but I can't be in a place where I walk from my car, you know, the parking lot in a walkable distance Mm -hmm. into a building. And it's like, (gasps) it wasn't that hard, but it was still a a level to which I was uncomfortable. Uncomfortable, right, yeah. I feel you on that. <laughs> right. I feel you feeling me because that uh, when you catch yourself breathing hard and you like 
is that me? <laughs> Am mm-hmm. I struggling? Like, or I'm like, is it the sun? Is it because it's hot? Is it the humidity sitting on me? Like, is it like, did I just run or did I just take a couple steps? Like, yeah, it's definitely a realization. And it does make me think about us getting older and how you always hear, oh, it's harder to get healthier when you're older, to lose weight when you're older. It sticks to you if you don't kick in your metabolism when you're younger. And I'm just like, yeah, now or before now should have been the time for me to kickstart all these things and stay consistent. But it it does concern me the older we get where or the older I get rather. And I'm like, okay, if I don't get into a consistent routine, then this isn't going to get better. So I'm yeah, small steps. <laughs> for me, it's just hard because I was never someone who worked out. Mm-hmm. I I wouldn't say I had a high metabolism because I, def- I definitely don't think I had that. I think I was just, I was never fit. I was just active. So like walking somewhere was not uncommon for me. I didn't, I don't know if, I'm pretty sure I never talked about this on the podcast, but I was old by the time I got my license. So using my <laughs> my two feet to get up and go somewhere was, was my mode of transportation. And so I was very comfortable doing that. And that allowed me to be able to maintain um, my body and, you know, be able to be comfortable. But then once I got a license and I got a car, it's like, okay, well now I'm driving everywhere. And then I got a job that allowed me, you know, sit in an office and now I'm sitting all the time. And it's like, even though you know that those are the, the things, the pitfalls that lead you down a dark place, it's not until you walk from your car into the building and you breathe the heart that you realize, oh, I've already like gone past that point. <laughs> I Hello. thought I had more time. <laughs> Hello. Yeah. Um, it's nice to know that we're in this together <laughs> and I'm not the only one feeling this way. I even have fit friends who say, or more fit friends rather, who say they kind of feel this way or they're feeling sluggish or they're not as motivated. So I feel like it's something across the board. Yeah. Yeah. So that has been, I mean, I've put it on the board before one of my tasks that I have to do, but I put go for a walk and I might carry my jump rope with me because I had bought some jump rope, which I did talk about on the podcast, but I'm going to have to do that because, and, and prioritize it because that breathing hard business is, is, it's really, it makes you sad. It, it makes me sad anyway. Right. I feel like there's some there's some heavy stuff for this is a safe space this time. Are you ready to enter the safe space? Um, yeah, I'm 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 not sure what's heavy on your end, but I want to hear about it. Okay, it's not necessarily me. Would you like this time? I will. I will. Okay, yeah, for sure. Would you like A or B? <laughs> I'd like to talk about both. Oh, okay. Double whammy, double jeopardy. Okay. So I don't know if you've heard the news regarding um, Nikayla Rivera moving in with Naya Rivera's ex-husband and son to help raise her nephew. Mm -hmm. But I wanted to know how you feel about that situation because I feel like half of the responses I've seen have been, oh, that's sweet, that's nice, he's going to need a maternal figure in his life, the son, Josie. And the other half has said, okay, she's 
barely in the ground. That's disrespectful. Maybe they were dating and doing stuff on the low, and that's just a no-no. Those are boundaries you do not cross. So I guess I'm wondering how you feel about the situation. I I feel like you can be supportive and be there for your nephew without moving into the home. That's kind of how I feel about it. I feel like it's strange that people are assuming something nefarious is happening Mm -hmm. because she moved in Mm -hmm. to me um well they were also holding hands in photos which was kind of odd got you um well i took it for like i didn't look at the photos i did like look at the or see the news reports about it and mm-hmm. I just took it at the face value of he the the father is not used to having his son full time right and right. even though he's his son and of course he's gonna be trying to do whatever he can to make sure that his child is taken care of especially in the situation of having lost his mother so there's going to be all of this you know emotional trauma surrounded by it Mm -hmm. I would I don't find it surprising that he probably does need support Mm -hmm. and having it be someone from Naya's side of the family so that there's still like a connection to her is good I'm sure people would prefer it to be like maybe Naya's mother or something but I don't I don't know the circumstances of what the sister has going on like maybe she has time maybe she has flexibility and less responsibilities that allows her to move into the home um but I could also see where I don't know if Naya owned a home if they would prefer like some people would probably be like you know just move into your sister's house but that could also be weird Mm -hmm. yeah I would I just I would not be concerned about their romantic feelings. I would just be concerned about what's best making for sure that, Yeah. Okay. That makes sense. Um, I still wouldn't do it, but <laughs> <laughs> I understand your point of view. The other thing I wanted to bring up, which is a very taboo idea, it's frowned upon. Um, and a lot of people don't talk about it, but I do want to say this because there are these, uh, ground swelling conversations have happening and that's in regards to the election. Um, not voting is an option. Everyone's saying you have to vote for the lesser evil. You're not voting for this particular candidate. You're voting for his policies, da, 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 da. And people do not want to hear this, but not voting is an option. It's still an exertion of I'm not participating in this BS power trip that you guys are having. And I'm not saying that that should be an option for you, but I'm just saying I understand the conversations surrounding not voting. I understand how people are saying uh, maybe on the federal level instead of like state and locally that things aren't really going to change. So why would I vote for this particular um these particular candidates. So yeah, that's been a conversation that I've been reading threads on from Twitter and it has a lot, a lot of feedback. So 
I, I guess part of something that you said like really hit home for me is like the not wanting to participate in the power chip of what the presidency is mm-hmm. but you also made the point of like there's still other people on the ballots that reflect other areas that affect your life and and need to be voted in and I'm not saying that I every time since I've been 18 that I've been eligible to vote I have voted because that's you know hasn't been the case Mm -hmm. um and you know as you get older I definitely think people tend to take a little bit more of an interest which is probably why the old people are usually the ones at the polling place and and working the booths and all that yep um I guess I would just look at it like kind of like how you said was that a sneeze are you okay I was making sure my microphone was still picking up I didn't think you'd be able to hear that you legitimately gave me a heart attack I didn't think you'd be able to hear it and then I saw the mic so loud (laughs) you gotta be able to put your stuff on mute if you go through that you scared me oh my goodness that's my train of thought um (laughs) i want robinson sound to keep that in yes you guys should okay um when it's time to vote I don't even remember what you I was talking about. about how older people are at the polls and being volunteers and how there is a difference that I made between, you know, you voting federally or for the presidency and you still having to make local decisions that you do technically have more power over. Yeah, but then I was going to make a new point and now I don't remember what that new point is. Oh, sugar tits. I'm sorry about that. That's okay. <laughs> I really didn't um, think you'd be able to hear me. I literally just brought it close and I tried to blow lightly, but the thing like made this big line and made it a big deal. <laughs> um. Okay, well, I can talk about, I didn't watch the debate, <laughs> and, which I already said, but I just saw everybody's comment and I honestly feel like that may be part of the problem like it's very hard to avoid all of the inundated rigmarole um when whenever i'm watching whatever i'm watching on youtube on cable there are advertisements for and against whatever candidate Mm -hmm. um then you go to the debates which are supposed to be a structured forum to discuss the issues and it's a a rompus room or whatever the saying is (laughs) And of course it can get people frustrated to just be like, forget this whole thing. Like, I don't want any parts of it. I I can't. And that's why I'm just like, I already know what I'm going to do with that situation. So I'm not going to look at it because I know it's going to be some shenanigans. Now, if anyone else is having some sort of debate that I don't know about the different senators, Congress people. Um, what else is going to be on this ballot? You know, I got to check again. I have a list of somewhere, but I'm like, if they going to have some sort of local town hall meeting that, then maybe I need to be a part of that. But 
there's always just good old-fashioned Google. You can go to these candidate sites and see what their platforms are so that you don't have to hear them yell over each other and talk nonsense and and foolery. Um, Because that will definitely dissuade you from wanting to go to the polls. It surely would dissuade me, but that's why I don't bother. I don't bother with it. You don't bother with it? I, I, I watched the debates with friends mm-hmm. as a social activity, like when they have the, you know, debate bingo or the drinking <laughs> game and yeah. stuff like that. But yeah. since I'm in school and I had to study, I was just like, nope, this 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 isn't social for me. This is entertaining because I, I would enjoy watching debates, but it's as as a form of entertainment, mm-hmm. not because I didn't already know what I was about to do. I'm not one. I'm not an undecided. <laughs> Uh, not in not in terms of that. No, okay. I can be undecided in other things, but I'm not undecided in that. So I don't really need to watch it. Besides, um, for entertainment value, and it, it's not even entertaining anymore. It's just that that was a lot of the consensus. They were like, <laughs> when when I was again on Twitter looking at all the memes and the feedback, and one person was like. Basically, we we just watched two elderly people get into an altercation about bumping carts in a parking lot at a Kroger or something like that. It was just, it was just the comparison was just like very schoolgirly, fighty, um, not necessarily catty, but just like, what are we doing here? I haven't learned anything from 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 this debate. So I saw parts of it. I had class last night, so I only saw bits and pieces. But bits and pieces I saw, I was just like, what is going on here? So, mm-hmm. But I wasn't surprised. Again, these things don't surprise me. So I don't know why people thought they were going to come to a debate and learn anything new. <laughs> right. Well, which was even like more interesting to me when all of the shenanigans were happening um, the last time there was a presidential election, at least you could get a question in, you know, when Hillary was there, like questions were asked and answered. I don't know what apparently happened over here this time around, but from what I saw, I didn't see any kind of good feedback. Mm-hmm. So I'm just like, so, so what did y'all, what, why, why were people watching it? Like, why didn't you just turn it off? It's cause it's, cause everyone likes to watch a little car crash. Mm-hmm. Is that what it was? I think that's what it was. Or it's just like <laughs> it was just like what what more can you say, candidate you, to make me vote for you? And what more can you say to make me not vote for you? <laughs> and it was just like I I don't I I don't know. I don't know what I was expecting. You know what I'm looking forward to? I'm looking forward to the VP debate or debate. I think there's only one because when if someone were to ask me like what are Pence's thoughts on anything like does he believe the sky is blue does he believe in reform does he I don't know I don't recall yeah. ever hearing this man speak except for that one speech about how we need our meat we ain't gonna shut down the meat factories America Oh, so that in comparison to Kamala Harris, who I've seen on multiple platforms talking about multiple issues, I'm just like, this should be a walk in the park for her, or she should be able to walk the dog on this (laughs) debate. So 
We'll see. A lot of people say that, but I do agree with you. I don't know what Mike Pence sounds like. <laughs> so for all I know, he could be very well-spoken and articulate at the very least, you know? That's a good point. It could be he's one of those silent but deadly people. That's a good point. Mm, we'll see. We'll find out. What is your entry for the safe space today? What do I have in my safe space? Because um, I wrote... I wrote a few things around stuff. The, the structure, okay, I, I see it now. The structure of how I wrote things down was a little bit chaotic. Um, I have a habit of cracking a screen. Mm-hmm. Um, not just a phone. I got a, you know, a phone, a tablet, a computer, and but I try and make it work. You know, working with damaged goods and Again, getting older, I'm just like, do I just want to have half working things and making it work? Like, does it always have to be coming out of a quote unquote hard situation and making it work? Or can I just, you know, like have nice things? Like the saying where they were like, we can't have nice things or so-and-so can't have nice things. I don't want it to be said like, Mandy can't have nice things. As soon as I get a nice thing, it breaks or it cracks. Even like, I got my car, I got into a car accident. Again? Over a year ago. Oh, no, no, no. Okay. <laughs> but see, you see, you see, she was like surprised, but also not surprised because she said again because it's a thing that I do. But I got into a car accident over a year ago and I got the car fixed and shortly after I got it fixed, I was out somewhere and I just saw a dent in my car and I was like, somebody hit my car. I just didn't say nothing about it because I was just like, I'm not finna go back and forth with this insurance company. Like, even though it, I didn't cause the damage, it's going to cause my rates to go up. It's just going to make me look crazy or they're going to mark my car as more accident prone or some, some malarkey. So now it's just been like over a year of me having a little dent. And it's like, why can't I just have nice things? Mm-hmm. But also, it's not like I'm about to go pay out of pocket for right. this dent that's in a place that does not affect the driving ability or even like functionality of my car. It's right. just, it's just not nice to look at. So that's been something that I've been thinking about and just like using my tablet for years with this huge crack in it and having this computer for the past couple of months with a crack in it. And I'm just like, am I going to try to fix certain things that are broken or buy something new? Or how am I going to change this trajectory of Mandy can't have nice things. Mandy can only work out of a bad situation and hope and hope to make it better. Like, I don't want to always be like, I remember at this point I'm rambling, but still, I remember (laughs) (laughs) uh, when you do those college essays way back when I was going to college the first time and I had wrote my college essay about how my desk was messy, but I make greatness off of this messy desk. And I thought it was cute. And I sent it out to all these different (laughs) colleges and, you know, I got into some places and other places I didn't. So I, again, I I can be a banging writer. That's not the issue here. The issue is that I thought it was appropriate to write my college essay about how my desk is messy. 
Like, why why can't I I could have just cleaned up the desk <laughs> and then picked a new topic? Why does everything have to be a mess and then I make it work? So I'm gonna let you talk now, so I can stop <laughs> Um I would definitely put you in the category of someone who is either accident prone or who has things that get damaged. And I feel like is I don't feel like it's a negative energy that you invite, but I do feel like it's a you're just like, oh well, okay. So that energy is just like I can I don't know, your phone is like, I can fall and get cracked because she she won't care. Or your tab is like, I think I'ma jump off the bed today. She won't care. <laughs> or your computer's <laughs> like, I think I only want half of my screen to work. She won't care. <laughs> because you're very um passive about it. You're just like, oh, it is what it is. I'll work around it type of thing. So that is definitely the vibe I get from you. I feel like the the car thing, that's a whole nother like episode. So I don't know really what to say <laughs> about that. I feel like we know how we each feel about each other's driving. So um yeah. Mm-hmm. That is another episode. You right. <laughs> I don't know maybe because I don't feel like you're careless with your things I don't feel like you're like throwing your computer your tablet your phone on the bed and then throwing your wristband off your wrist running left running right and giving it the people's elbow giving it the rock bottom I don't feel that's that's a a wrestling reference I don't feel like that's what you're doing um yeah I guess that's that's all I, I, I just feel like you don't you don't necessarily care to keep things in tip-top shape. So when they get out of shape, you're just like, okay, this is normal wear and tear. You're accepting. Right, like, does it still function? (laughs) Right, right. It's funny that you talked about the rock elbow or whatever, because that's how I cracked the screen in my tablet, (laughs) was with my elbow. Excuse me? How did that happen? It doesn't... It don't make sense because I've dropped that tablet on numerous occasions. <laughs> but when the tablet was in my bed and I didn't know it was in my bed, it was under a pillow uh-huh. and I like put my elbow on the pillow. All I heard was a crack. Mm-hmm. Now, for those who don't know me, I have very sharp and pointy elbows, but I didn't think they were like cracked screen words like chart. And now I know. Oh, my goodness. So don't get in a fight with me because I'll throw some bows. And it'll be painful. Point- it'll be painful. <laughs> They can crack glass. Yikes. All right. Okay. Are you ready to get into our meat and potatoes? I have a good one. A good one this episode. All righty. I'm ready. All right. So, and you will be able to attest to this. So I feel like this is also another reason why it's a good one. So a little bit of backstory, you guys. I was talking to someone um, that I dated for a while on and off. And sometimes we still go on dates sometimes. And he brought up the fact that he never met anyone in my family. And I was just like, you're welcome. Because the relationships I have with my family are not always, um, they're not always great. And so I was joking around, but they were serious. They were like, you don't find it weird that I never met um, your family and you've met like all of mine. And I was just like, I didn't ask to meet your family. 
you offered <laughs> to bring me around or bring me into situations. And then there's also a proximity thing, like my family lives over here, your family's closer, yada, yada, yada. So I wanted to talk about when is it time to meet the family? And also coupling that with respecting strained relationships and not wanting to introduce people um, that you might see as temporary, whether you're dating for like a year, four years, five years, six years, because I am someone who believes that you and I are in a relationship with you and I. I understand people think marriage, you're marrying into the family, you're doing all this other good stuff, but it's like, if I'm only going to see your family members like two or three or four times a year at most, then no, I'm not hyper-focused on my relationship with them. I'm hyper-focused on my relationship with you. So... I definitely want your feedback, given some of the things you've shared on the podcast about um, meeting or lack thereof significant. I just remember when Cammie was here, you shamed me for not being meetable with the family. I never (laughs) called you unmeetable. Come on now. You alluded to it, but it's fine. I can still answer your question. (laughs) I joked around it, but I didn't mean it. Okay. Um, I, well, there's a few places, a few things I want to talk about and places I want to start, but I don't know, where would you like me to start? I would like you to start with when do, or, okay, I'm asking if you think it's a quantitative thing, like when do you need to meet the family or it's qualitative, like, all right, you and I are in this for the long haul for sure. Now it's time. Hmm. Hmm. I think that depends. Okay. On um certain things. I would say extended family, it's definitely both. Like it has to be the, the quality of the relationship has to be legitimate. And um the quantity of time has to be long because you don't want like you said, like certain family members you do not see all of the time. Mm-hmm. So if they meet someone, they register it and they're going to remember it for the next time. Yep. And if this isn't someone that's going to be around for the next time, you don't want to waste anyone's time yep. trying to remember things. Yep. Um, so I would say for extended family, um, it should be both. Um, but... For like more immediate family that you see on a regular basis, if they aren't, if they, if they can understand that this isn't necessarily like a big thing, especially if you just introduce them as like a friend or something, you don't say like, this is my boyfriend or this is my girlfriend or this is my partner. (laughs) Then I don't think there has to be a specific time to bring them around because my mother. And my dad probably have met a good amount of people that I've dated just off of the strength of I was living with them. <laughs> so if somebody's coming to pick me up, mm-hmm. they might accidentally see my father outside because he spends a lot of time. We we clarified now. He's definitely gardening because I used to tell people he would just be outside digging holes. <laughs> but now we've, we have um, 
upgraded him and we all agreed that he is definitely outside gardening and not just spending all day digging holes. Nice. So they might just see him because he's gonna he's already outside. Mm-hmm. Or they might see my mom because she might be the one who answers the door. Like I don't know. <laughs> or um she just my mom likes to meet everyone. She's nosy. So <laughs> But that doesn't necessarily mean like you are the love of my life. So I wouldn't have them hold too much grounds in it. But then I also feel like with certain people, if they do know they're going to be around their family a lot, um, then you have to be mindful of continuously bringing people around. Right. Um, Wait, I said right. But what do you mean? Uh, you mean I don't, don't want to put person around yeah okay so um I have uh a family member that continuously brings their significant other around and you know we we know this this person we know their partner so to us is we know the relationship is significant but it's not even more relationship because even more significant because it's like we're starting to develop our own conversations and interactions, even though they always come with this family member, we have, we're starting to have our own relationship because it's like, clearly you're not going anywhere. So I don't have to only talk to you about my family member. I can talk to you about whatever, or you might come over when they're not here or whatever the case may be. Um, But that again, shows a quality to the relationship of, this is a significant person mm-hmm. that I've never had or experienced. Um, but it sounds like for you, you're not creating that environment that they're going to be around your family on a regular basis. So they don't. So for you, it's like an unnecessary add-on. But maybe right. to them they're like well I plan to be here for a good amount of time so at some point they should meet me because I'm not planning to go anywhere (laughs) their exact words were because I didn't find it weird and they brought up well you didn't find it weird like I'm just some you know just another Joe Schmo and I was like um, <laughs> I, I, I thought about other things prior to this being wrong with our union at the time and meeting my family was not at the forefront of that. If you and I can't get on the same page in a relationship, why do you think meeting my family is at the top of the to-do list? I don't understand. Is yeah, that- I definitely agree with that. Yeah. Like if, what was what was the saying either jay-z or beyonce said like i ain't going to nobody's wedding if me and my house ain't right hello me and my wife ain't, ain't my wife feuding, i'm not going to the wedding you know yeah, so like we're not going to take this little shenanigans tour on the road mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. the other we have to get our sorry yeah no I completely agree with that the other part of that is I'm one of those people who's like if we're in a relationship then in public you know we you and I have an agreement we do not display problems we do not you know check each other we support each other to the utmost and then when we get home we can hash out what we hash out so it's like so at the time you and I are dating we're unstable but you want to go visit my family with me across the country and I'm supposed to keep up this ruse for however many days I'm there. And another thing is like, 
when I'm visiting my city or where my family is, like I, I, it's different than when I'm at home. When I'm at home, it's work mode, it's get business done. And when I'm back there, it's just like, I get to see my friends. I get to see the family members I want to see. I get to go down to the deli to get some wings. I get to go over here to the park. I get to do all these things that are nostalgic to me, that are reminiscent of me growing up. I get to see different friends. I get to go to different markets. I get to do all these different things that I enjoy doing alone. So if I were (laughs) to bring someone with me, it would not be the same. And I would have to... um, interweave them into that process and that's not something that I want to do on top of the fact that now is not the time to be meeting my family so yeah and to that I would say as someone who's trying to get introduced to the family and and um my boyfriend at the time was not trying to do it like that was that was you know a slap in the face that I probably needed to understand like you think this relationship is in a strong, significant place. But if they say no, <laughs> then you need to understand that to either get it to where it needs to be, that they want to introduce you, or to remove yourself because they're not planning to be serious enough with you that they would want to introduce you to their family. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, like, for some people, it's like, it is a huge deal to bring someone around the family for various reasons, whether they don't want you around their family or they don't want their family around you. Right. But you need to take that into consideration to respect their reasoning and then figure out if that still makes sense for you to want to continue to pursue the situation if you feel like you can't interact with them and their family for whatever reasons may be. I like that perspective. Thanks. What's on your plate for the meat and potatoes? Um, for my meat and potatoes, I just had a bunch of questions that I need answers to, but I may not get those answers today. Okay. Um. So the first question I had is, why is Fifty Cent still wearing G Unit gear? <laughs> is is that accurate or is that a joke? That's accurate. Um, there were photos of him on the set of ghost which is power book two mm-hmm. and of course i don't i mean it's he's an executive producer of the show he can be wherever he need to be but when i see you wearing g units brought across your little sweatsuit or whatever the case may be i'm just like are we in 2004 like what is happening and why is this happening mm-hmm. so i know that 50 Cent don't like the answer to nobody, but I just, if anyone else knows the answer, can you tell me why is he still wearing G-Unit gear? Interesting. Um, I would not be able to tell you. (laughs) Especially since he's denounced them and denounced every member of G-Unit. So, very odd. Right, so is it just like... Right, it's not like a, it's not set in the past, right? I mean, it was an outfit. So I'm just like, unless you still like, I didn't even know they were still making clothes. So I'm like, is this a new line? Like, are you trying to promote? I didn't, I just, it just didn't make sense to me, but it didn't look like it was current fashion. It looked like something he could have worn in 2004. It's just, it was confusing to me. 
I'm looking now. G Unit is a current line. Um, it has Get Rich or Die Trying. That's fifty cent stuff. They also sell hand sanitizers. Interesting. Um, earbuds. It looks like whatever's hot in the market, they slap their name on it. It might not say G Unit, but he has Ghost um and Power hoodies. But yeah, apparently. Well, that would make more sense, right? But I'm like, who's trying to wear G Unit? Did it say G Unit on it, it or was said it G Unit on it? <laughs> I don't know what to do about that then. Um, I don't know what to do about that. It looks like G Unit is the brand, so it's called G Unit Brands. But again, you're right. He could have just worn the power hoodie or the book hoodie. He didn't have to wear the G Unit um outfit. So that's very odd. Mm-hmm. Very odd. All right, number two. Number two. When it comes to pumpkin spice, is it supposed to taste like pumpkin, or is it just supposed to taste like the spices? Because my understanding of pumpkin spice is just fall spices, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but they call it pumpkin spice when they put it in everything. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, wh- what is it supposed to taste like? Is it supposed to taste like cinnamon and nutmeg and all of that good stuff? Or is it supposed to taste like pumpkin? It's to my understanding that it's supposed to taste like the fall spices. I'm not a fan of pumpkin flavored anything. But yeah, when I put pumpkin, which I don't often, but when I, let me not stop saying when I, because I don't. When I <laughs> tasted pumpkin flavored anything or pumpkin spice flavor stuff is definitely leaning on the side of the spices that you mentioned, the fall spices and not like a pumpkin puree or pumpkin blend. So something I got recently, it specifically, it didn't say pumpkin spice. It said pumpkin pie. So I was like prepared to be like, all right, it's going to taste like pumpkin, which sure it does. But then it made me think, I was like, because this specifically said pumpkin pie, Mm -hmm. I feel like all of the pumpkin spice stuff is false advertising because it don't have nothing to do with pumpkin. It's just fall flavors that you use in other things <laughs> besides pumpkin stuff. That's odd. I never thought about that, but yeah, I don't know why they wouldn't call it fall spices then. I guess pumpkin just seems more marketable and seems more seasonal and fun. There's a lot of stuff you can do with pumpkin. You can carve it out. You can do the pumpkin seeds. You can decorate it. I just feel like there's other like fall um, harvest things that you use those same spices for, like apples or. But apple spice doesn't sound fun. Can I have an apple spice latte? That doesn't sound mm-hmm. fun at all. <laughs> I think I think you know what I think it is because if it's if they just gave the flavors of the spice. And it didn't taste like apple. People be like, what? This don't taste like apple. But people don't really know what pumpkins <laughs> taste like. So when they say pumpkin spice, they and they just give you the spices, then it creates this radioactive concept in your mind that you're this is what pumpkin tastes like. But people don't usually just be eating pumpkin. Uh Mandy, I agree with you, but I feel like you're going down that line where we're figuring stuff out that we're not supposed to be figuring out. Then all of a sudden the podcast just gonna cut off. So just be mm. careful. Tread lightly. <laughs> Tread lightly. Yeah, I feel like you you are a little bit more superstitious than I tend to be, but I, I'll go on to my next one. Okay. I don't know what the right word is. Um, Cautious. Cautious is what I No, there's a, a word that the, that's happening right now. <laughs> no. No. I mean, I'm just Whatever they say about people. So, like, that, serious. It's like when those things, yeah. it's like, if you cut your, remember when they're like, if you cut your leg off, conspiracy. Okay, yes. All right. 
What is the protocol currently for winter cold slash flu season slash COVID? Like now that we are, like you said, October is, is upon us. Mm-hmm. And everybody knows that it's cold season and everybody, like I'm currently, my feet are cold, but I'm not wearing socks. And everybody doesn't immediately go into the layering process. And folks just, you know, everybody just don't know how to take care of themselves or avoid a cold. So what, can we get some sort of guideline on how we understand and figure out this is the cold section. This is the COVID section. This is the flu section. Because we're in uncharted territory right now. Mm-hmm. And I I don't want to be ill-prepared for lack of better wording by sections do you mean like the medicinal aisle or like separating people and their ailments just like if i see someone out and they clearly look unwell and maybe they are on their way to the pharmacy to get cold medicine or flu medicine but i'm like you know how do i look at them and say okay i know that they don't have covid or the flu or Pretty much, I saw someone that whose child was sick, and they immediately, like you know, got into that paranoid thought of is this COVID when really it was just a cold. So I'm like, even for those of us that may get sick, like I know that you say you look up symptoms, but I'm just like, how, like, what do we immediately if we start to have symptoms that uh, topple on both lines? Do we just go off and buy cold medicine first? Or do or order cold medicine to the house, or do we go to the hospital? Like, what do we? Because cause flu symptoms and COVID symptoms are very similar, mm-hmm. as are the tests. Yep. So, yeah. Again, questions that need answers. I don't know who's gonna give me the answer. It's just a question that I need an answer to. I guess I'm wondering, does it matter? Because to me, it's like sick is sick so y'all should stay over there at all times and even after the stuff dies down in like 2022 i think we should keep the mask on keep you and your funky breath and your sickness and your whatever to yourself and so i guess i don't see a difference whether someone having a cold or someone has to see 19 or has the flu like keep your mask on keep your distance like because your body is fighting something right now so whatever the combo of illnesses you have like just Stay over there. Or don't come out at all. That would be most helpful. But if you're going to come out, just stay away from me. I don't need Mm -hmm. to differentiate because to me, like, sick is sick. Or your body fighting something is your body fighting something. True. All right, I got one more. Okay. Why does Facebook Messenger create, like, a thing like I have a message when really they're just trying to remind me how long I've been Facebook friends with somebody? Okay, I see you on your auntie tip for real, asking questions about Facebook. Okay, look at you getting into character. <laughs> because I don't have Facebook. I haven't downloaded onto my phone. And when it first creates the notification, it shows it to me as if it's a text message. So I'm thinking I got a text. Then it says, no, you got a Facebook message. And I'm like, I don't want to download Facebook Messenger because even though... because. Um, even though I am trying to be everyone's favorite auntie without any nieces or nephews, I don't want to download Messenger. That's not how I'm communicating with people. I use Instagram. I use text message. That's it. 
Right. I remember, or a video call. Yeah. I was going to say, I remember back in the day when you didn't need a separate messenger for messages on Facebook. You could just go into the Facebook app, click your notifications, and respond that way. I, too, do not... I, first of all, I don't have Facebook or Facebook Messenger on my phone. I, too, do not want to use it as a messaging service, but I guess... I guess my best suggestion would be to redirect people to other things you do use. Like I was telling my friend about Google Duo and they have an iPhone. And they're just like FaceTime, FaceTime, FaceTime. And I'm like, Google Duo, Google Duo, Google Duo. But the issue I have, Ali, is that there was no message. <laughs> it was Facebook saying, hey, you've been friends with this person for some odd years. So that is, a noti- that is notification. That is not a message. A message from Facebook. Like, what are you doing? Why are you wasting everyone's time with unnecessary stuff? Wait, you like those notifications. You like posting. But it didn't give me a notification. It signaled me that I had a message that didn't exist. Well, that's probably them, you know, using their little tools to get you to log onto the app. Like, let's let her think she has a message so she'll come in and she'll probably stick around a little bit longer. But it don't go to, see, again, the Messenger app and the Facebook app is two different things. And I'm not trying to be on Messenger, especially if that's the only thing that's on Messenger waiting for me is to tell me that someone that I don't even talk to for real and me being them been friends for a long time. Because they couldn't give me one of those little notification things to share because we don't have anything to share. Because we're not friends like that. We're just Facebook friends. So then you decided to instead remind me we've been Facebook friends for 10 years. That's a waste of my time. It's definitely a waste of your time. But if I'm thinking about it from the algorithm robot perspective of Facebook, who thinks, let me lure some people in with this fake message slash non-message, it's probably not a waste of their time. Well, Facebook about annoyed me like that that if there's some sort of um what's those things with petition that we can be signed so that they can stop doing that again i'm on my auntie cake i was i'll be the first one to sign it because that was so annoying and it's been doing that to me like all week i'm like that you have no message there is no message for me why are you why are you doing this Wait, so are you yeah, those are my notifications through an email or through the actual Facebook app? It's coming up like a text message to tell me that I have a message on Facebook Messenger. That is so weird. That is so weird. Which don't make sense because I don't have the app for Facebook Messenger. I don't have a Messenger app. I've got the Facebook app. So if it came up as like a Facebook notification, okay. But it's coming up like a text message, like you got a text for for a system that you don't have. Hmm. For a message that don't really exist. Maybe it's a glitch. This is the first time I'm ever hearing of this. So that's very odd. I feel like maybe because you don't really do Facebook, so they don't message you anything. Mm-hmm. Or they do, and I just ignore them. Maybe. <laughs> but, yeah, I don't think it's a glitch. I think it's, like you said, an algorithm that they thought would be real handy and dandy, and I'm just about, I'm I'm over it. If, um, if you listeners know answers to any of these questions, please let me know. 
Ali, do you have any questions that need answers? Um, do I have any questions that need answers? Uh, not off the top of my head or outside of what we've talked about yet. I feel like I should have had a um advice for you guys to take that I don't take myself, and mm-hmm. that also was not uh prepared. <laughs> so, oh no, I do have one. I do have one. So, you guys, I strongly implore you to go out and buy some calendars. This is around the time. It's usually July, August, September when you can go out and get um planners, agendas, calendars on sale, specifically at Ross, Marshalls, TJ Maxx, and their little clearance section on the end caps. You can find those between 2 and $6, and it's really helpful to help you start planning out your next year, your whole week, to put down reminders and notes and things of that nature. And um, I say that because I bought one like a month ago, and I haven't used it. So you guys need to go out and use it. <laughs> so go out yeah. and get one and use it. And I, I will, I'm sure, eventually get to it, but you guys might beat me to the punch. Well, there you go. Advice that Ali does not take herself. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Do you have any advice that you'd like to give that you're not taking at the moment? Um, I'm currently not wearing socks when my feet are cold, so wear socks when your feet are cold. Mm-hmm. Your foot, your foot scissors are cold. That's some good advice. Okay, Mandy, we're at that special time. Who and or what and or why and or where is receiving your underappreciated award? My underappreciated award is going against, I said again, I don't think I've said this before. It's going to outdoor activities. Um, I did an outdoor activity this week that was really fun for me. Um, I went to a, a car concert and I didn't have to get close to anybody that I wasn't trying to be close to. Um, especially it helps with the proximity of vehicles. Um, even though I did get outside at points, but everyone that was congregating together, I could be far away from them. Um, and it was just something to be good to again have fresh air and just be a normal person. And I feel like with the fall. There are things like, you know, you usually do around this time, certain festivals or carnivals mm-hmm. or whatever. Yes. But people feel like they can't do that. I don't know. Go to a pumpkin patch. It should be easy to avoid other people that you didn't know in a pumpkin patch in a maze. <laughs> um, I know that there are still some carnivals that are happening in certain places or fairs. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if I'm going to do that because those rides are already janky. Let a, so I don't I don't know that they would still have those. Let a, right. They're not going to sanitize them between people. But, you know, just find a, a fall outdoor activity before it gets too cold wherever you live and you don't want to be outside. Um, because outdoor activities are still fun, still the bomb, and less likely to, I guess, acquire COVID than if you're in a close proximity space with someone that's not wearing a mask. I saw... Oh, and wear your mask. And wear your mask, for sure. I saw a mutual friend of ours um, went to the fair, and I didn't have any... Like, I was neutral about it. I'm always like, you know, people are going to make the decisions they want to make. And at the same time, I was just like, if you want to go to the fair, like, 
go to the fair. And I feel like this person is responsible overall. Semicolon, however, comma, I feel like a lot of people think that C-19 is over. I feel like a lot of people feel like, oh, this is, you know, it's dying down or we're having more, we are having successful um, survival rates increase. We're having our survival rates increase successfully. So I feel like there's less detriment and less fear mongering maybe around it. Um, But I have a friend, a very close friend who has the C-19. And I'm not surprised they have the C-19 because this friend likes to travel, likes to go out, likes to do all these things. And they don't know when they got it. But I told them when they got it because I saw on their Instagram when they were traveling. I was like, you got it here. (laughs) And so (laughs) um, they said they didn't have any symptoms, but they went in, got tested, and they had it. So they've been um, out of work for a little bit. They'll get retested in a couple of days to see if they can go back in. And I'm just like, well, how are you feeling? Are you okay? And they're like, well, I'm, you know, I have some medicine and like, I feel fine. And I've talked to them every other day and you wouldn't be able to tell that anything was wrong. Like there has been no change at all. Just tested positive. So I'm just like, it's still out there and it's still prevalent and it's still catching people off guard. So, um, Again, I'm not going to be one of those people who's like, oh my gosh, for the love of all humanity, wear a mask. At the same time, (laughs) I don't think that, you know, people should be going to Club Compound and packing it up like sardines and, you know, romp shanking without um, protection. Yeah. I have have people that, besides just the fair, like the the person I saw at the fair was wearing their mask or the person that you, I saw them too. Mm-hmm. it's who I think you're talking about it is. and um <laughs> they seem fine yeah. but when I see people who are up in the club I'd be like well that's another two weeks I probably won't be seeing you and it's really gonna be another however many months because <laughs> you're not gonna you're just gonna do it again like if you do it and now you're gonna do it again that's likely yeah and the person like I said my friend who caught it they they weren't super turned off from traveling and I'm like see you're the spreader <laughs> because you're the one who caught it and you're still thinking about you need to get out of here. You need to get out of here. And I feel like that could be a reason that we see an increase eventually. You know what I mean? Like the holidays are coming up. People, I feel like, are going to be traveling. Like these travel airlines and stuff are trying to make it seem like it is safer now. We got this seat in the middle so no one's sitting right beside you and blah, blah, blah. And I'm just like, it's still not six feet, which y'all recommend it, which is the minimum technically. And, um, yeah, like you said, people are going to do what they want to do. You you can't control what people do. And that's a constant lesson I have to learn. I've learned it from you. I've learned it from my mom. <laughs> I've learned it from other friends and family where I'm like given situations. And they're like, well, you can't control what someone does. And I'm like, why not? And so I'm just constantly <laughs> trying to remind myself that I don't have, I only have control over what I do. Right. Yeah. Okay. Who or what is getting your underappreciate underappreciated award? That's a drum roll, which is bang. Thank you for clarifying. You're welcome. Uh my underappreciated <laughs> award is going to the Hipster and Average Joe show. This is a co-hosted podcast and they went on hiatus, hiatus, however you want to say it, for about two years. You said a real Jamaican the first time. Hiatus. <laughs> All right. About two years and now they're back. And they just talk about 
real life situations. They're really unfiltered. I feel like all their episodes are rated E. So I um I appreciate their candor and I appreciate their openness. And if you guys um first of all, y'all need to be talking about our podcast. But in addition to that, you can definitely spread <laughs> the word about the hipster and average Joe show. I think you guys would enjoy that. Yeah, like I feel like I'm constantly putting people on to podcasts. Um because I enjoy podcasts. So when folks are listening to ours, I'm just like, but you don't tell nobody? I don't understand. <laughs> yeah. Shout out to the hipster and average Joe show though. Shout I'm very glad that they're back. I've subscribed to all the two places that I listen to podcasts so that um whenever I'm using whichever platform, I know when they drop a new episode. Nice. Hello, notification <laughs> queenie. Okay. <laughs> Um, that's all I had. Is there anything else you want to add, Mandy? Nope. Okay. You don't want to tell the people where they can find us? I can tell them that. Cool. I can. Cool. You can find us on Instagram and Twitter at MNO Podcast, where you can slide in our DMs and tell us your questions, comments, and concerns. You can also send those questions, comments, and concerns to our email, which is Ali at gmail.com. Again, Please be sure to like and subscribe to our podcast so that you know whenever we drop a new episode. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Sounds good to me. Good talking to y'all. Bye. Bye. Don't I know you from back when? Yeah, way, way back when.